Welcome, welcome to the best five minute wine podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Kelly. From the seed to the glass, wine has a past. Our aim at the best five minute wine podcast is to look for adventure at wineries around the globe. After all, great minds think alike. Let's start the adventure. Our featured winery is Frederick Boucher. I'm the owner and winemaker of Ports of New York Winery. Welcome to part three of our conversation with Frederick Boucher. I can't wait to get into it. So many fascinating stories with Mr. Boucher. Imagine having a winery uh, with your style and uh, the, the way that you're so personable that you hear some interesting stories from your patrons. Absolutely. I mean, when we... There is, uh, because we make uh, fortified wine, I had uh, an experience not that long ago that was really fantastic. I had a group of uh, Indians from India, and they were all scholars. Only one of them did not speak English at all. And as we were talking about various types of fortified wines, I was using the term Madeira, Madeira, which is also Portuguese. That person who didn't speak English actually picked up on that word and kept on saying it over and over again. So I asked the others, I said, how come that person who doesn't speak English clearly knows that word? Well, they said, because Madeira is the word in Urdu that means alcohol. And that opens a completely incredible page of history. In fact, the Portuguese have been bringing Madeira to exchange for spices. And so it ended up being that they adopted that word Madeira to mean alcohol because Indians did not produce alcohol. So I understand that you do not have a vineyard on site. You do not grow your own grapes, but this isn't something that is new to you. This goes back a long way. The winery I grew up in, our vineyards were not on site. They were in the Bordeaux region, which we kept them until the late 70s, early 80s in the family. But the winery was the main building where I grew up was in Normand. So I didn't want to deal with growing grapes. It's a whole other job. So we are in the city of Ithaca. We are along the water. And it's an urban winery, one of the very first ones in New York State. It was very challenging as far as laws and everything to make that happen. Well, I should mention something else, actually. Uh, we pre-buy our grapes by the ton without knowing uh, what the harvest is going to be, the quality. So in a sense, it's as if we were growing our own grapes. But the final product is whatever nature is going to bring us, we're going to deal with it. And it is truly a very different thing to only make the wine than to, on top of it, have to deal with a farm. Hey, let me see if I can get the uh, timeline uh, correct that uh, you arrived in Ithaca, New York, in about uh, 1994. The thought of the winery thing started marinating, and uh, then in 2003, there were some new laws that were going to be put into effect uh, that would affect your plans. You built on the land, you put the buildings up, the lights on, and you got all the equipment and everything was finished in 2006. And then four years later, you uh, opened in 2010 and you started making uh, the ports because that, uh, that takes what uh, you were telling me, a four-year minimum. So from 1994 to 2010, almost 16 years you poured your money into this, so uh, yeah, you, you've got to have some money if you want to start a wine business. As I always say to everybody, either you have a lot of money, uh, keep your job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what we did. We stayed really tight and focused and invested little by little in this whole thing. And 
very carefully. I mentioned this uh, before, but it, uh, it it still amazes me because uh, I I just uh, love people that are so well-rounded and accomplished. But uh, if you go to the website at uh, portsofnewyork.com and you'll see that the buildings there Mr. Boucher has built are very authentic and you couldn't tell that it was uh, freshly built. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I love uh, building things the way the way we like to have them. You know, we are not afraid to do it and take it down and redo it if it's needed, if we like it better another way. Uh, so we take our time and, and, and do it. You know, because we have two types of customers. I mean, you have, I mean, there are several, but let's say the two basic ones uh, are the ones who want to come just for tasting and the ones who want to have a full experience. And it's very hard to accommodate both at the same time. So most of the time, people who come just for tasting end up benefiting from the full experience. Yes, benefiting from the whole experience is uh, the goal. Uh, do you have a favorite in uh, since you're running everything from uh, greeting the customer at the front door to uh, taking the grapes and doing the paperwork and just uh, building the building? Do you have a favorite uh, project that uh, you like? I, I think uh, I try to, I mean, again, my wife and I try to enjoy every set as much as possible. Of course, sometimes it's uh, actual work uh, beyond what we'd like to handle, but that's just, you know, like anything we do. So I like to handle the cask. I like to handle the grapes themselves, I like to work on the labels, you know, line up everything. And, you know, after so many Years. I mean, even now, white, which is the least age, it's age a minimum of one year in neutral of cask. It's wonderful to put it on the shelf next to the other one. And are you, you designing know. the label? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Designing the label. Yeah. So you've, uh, you know, obviously you've got your uh, art background, but uh, you know that's yeah. that's difficult sometimes when you try to mix that with computers. So we are. Yeah, I'm looking at the shelf right now. Actually, I should tell you, we are. Uh, we just bought all the champagne or the sparkling wine which is going to be our new product uh, that we will uh, release it uh, hopefully sometime this summer. We also make other wines, and these other wines are for private customers. We do very few of them, a few every year, and people we like to interact with. So it's not, you know, we don't say yes to anyone because it's a long process. You know you're going to have to hang out with these people quite a bit. You want to make sure you're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Okay, as we close out our conversation, I'm going to throw you a curveball. Do you have a wine picked out for your daughter's wedding? Oh, my, 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 my. (laughs) The good question. Uh, We have a long ways to go, and I will have no problem doing that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, That's a good question. Okay, let's get your contact info out there. Of New York, P O R T S of New York, fully spelled dot com. On the phone, 607 220 6317. And most of the time, I'm the one who wins. Thank you for listening. I'm Forrest Kelly. This episode of the Best Five Minute Wine Podcast was produced by IHISM. If you like the show, please tell your friends and pets and subscribe. Until next time, pour the wine and ponder your next adventure. Hi, before you go, we have exciting news. The best five-minute wine podcast has teamed with a breakthrough technology and added a new feature on our website that's bound to elevate your podcast experience. Here is where we need your help. Trying to remember something from an episode? Don't worry. 
Search for it and we will find it for you. Have you ever thought you could just ask questions and chat about the episodes as if you were talking to me? Well, now you can. That's right. Our episodes are now interactive and they're waiting to have a conversation with you. Jump into a chat with our podcast and let's get the conversation started. Try it out and tell us what you think. Click on the banner at the top of the website, thebestwinepodcast.com to try it. 